The word of God is living and active. Sharper than I said today I was in a meeting and I was not the youngest person there, but I was one of the youngest people in the meeting. And the people there were being taught things that we learned while we were young. I looked at them and I saw I said, these things are difficult to catch when you grow. So there are certain things that you put into your system while you're young. And one of them is training yourself in God's word. Training yourself to believe God's word. Training yourself to walk in God's word. I've said time and again that when you come to church and it's time for the word of God, it's not time to while away time. It's not time for advice. It's life. It's life. Through the series of this teaching, I'm, I'm very sure I'll be able to touch on the reasons why we must walk in some level of growth. You see, when people think, all right, especially God's people, when people become Christians, when they think Christianity, and they think God, all that comes to their mind is a manifestation. That is wrong. All that comes to their mind is, God, do this for me. God, do that for me. You see it in their prayers. You hear it in their normal talk. You hear it every facet of their life. Everything is manifestation, manifestation, manifestation. It's like God is perceived to be a genie. You know, so you hear in their songs, do it, Lord. Let it happen, Lord. So their prayers are full of that. So their understanding of God is very myopic. That's a very, very big problem. And you might be sitting here today and that is what you've understood all your life. I know it doesn't take a day to come out of it because you've believed it for years. There are things that God does, and there are things you are supposed to do. There are things God does together with you. You need to know the difference. See, you need to know the difference. And a lot of God's people don't know the difference. Everything is, let me pray, God will do it. I don't know how he will do it, but God will do it. It's a very, it's a, it's a problem in the body of Christ. It's a very big problem. Everything, when they think about God, they think immediately manifestation. I pray some magic should happen. I do, everything should happen. No, but you've come into a kingdom with systems and structures. I need you to catch this thing today. Most of you here, most of you, at least 90% of you can read and write. I want to tell you today that God is not a magician. Even miracles, all right? Miracles are based on supernatural laws of wisdom. Even miracles. That's why I always say that when you are coming to church, come with a writing material and a pen because it's a school. It is a school. If God cannot teach you his heart, you will never see his acts. See the children of Israel? Bible says that the children of Israel knew the acts of God, but Moses knew the ways of God. Because the ways of God are in command of the, the acts of God. 
I know the prayer to pray when I'm in trouble. I know the prayer to pray when I need something. They are not the same. I know the prayer to pray when I want an overflow. They are not the same. All those prayers are not the same. There's a prayer to pray when you are in trouble. It's not all, Father, please take me out of this. It doesn't work like that. There's a prayer to pray when you are in trouble. There's even a position to pray in when you are in trouble. And especially if the trouble was caused by you. There's a prayer to pray when you perceive that what is holding your, 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 your next level or your progress is, 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 is of the devil. There's a prayer to pray. There are different things to do. In, um, Bible talks about all manner of prayer. So there's all manner of prayer. There are different kinds of prayer. There are different kinds of prayer. Bible says praying always with all prayer. So there are different kinds of prayer. And all these prayers have their rules. It's like you're an ex-footballer. You say, I want to go and start playing volleyball. Then you go, in, unless say you're a, foot, a volleyball player, you go into football. They play the ball, you catch with your hand in the middle of the, of the, the match. They'll say, no, they, you can't tell. Like, no, no, when we play volleyball, I use my hand. Do you get it? You can't say, when we're playing volleyball, I use my hand. So I've come to football and I, I, I want to use my hand. And if they, they show you a red card, you say they are wicked. I sing it. I sing it. So it... This accounts for some of the reasons why certain things happen to certain Christians and they cannot explain and they put everything on God. The bad is God. The good is God. That's a big problem. Now, for most of you, you are, you are blessed. Let me not use fortunate. That you are coming in contact with the word of God at this time. So that you don't go and put everything, model it up into one principle Anything that happens, I've gone to see the pastor. The pastor said this. I've gone to see the, the prophet. The prophet said this. I've gone to see this. What would you do? So going on to maturity. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12. For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. Paul is telling them here in the book of Hebrews, he says that at this time we expect you to even be teachers, but you have now need again that we take you back to the first principles. That's some Christians for you. And I told you before, I said, Christian maturity has nothing to do with how long you've been a Christian. Even though how long you be a Christian informs us on where you should be. Where you should be. There's a wisdom, there's a wisdom that comes to you when you hear God's word. There's a wisdom that comes to you when you know God's word. There's a wisdom that comes to you. Everybody I know who is well vexed in the word of God, who understands the word of God, there's a wisdom that comes with them. They know when to move, when not to move. So, growing on to maturity. I said, I've been on this for, this is the third time, this is the third session for this particular topic. In both first, second, third, 
I talked about different things. Uh, still in the same topic. If you're on the Telegram group and you, you didn't attend that service, I think you should listen to. Because all the services are actually quite different. For when, for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and have become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. That means in this kingdom, there are partitions. Some drink milk and some are eating strong meat in the same kingdom. Listen, you should, you should um, crave dangerously to grow, I tell you. Because a lot of the things that you think... There's a young, there's a young man in, this, in church. He was sharing his testimony with me last Sunday. He came to me that there was an issue with a visa, whatever. He was supposed to travel. So, so many things that were going on. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't pray a single prayer for him. I said, keep coming to church. Why? Because the moment he develops, he will cause the miracle to happen. Sometimes people come and tell them, keep coming. They think you don't want to pray for them. Now, people, people call sometimes, I intentionally don't pray, I'll, say, I'll call you back. I intentionally say, keep coming. I'm, I'm not do, I don't do magic. Even though if I give my mind to what you are talking about, I'll help you cause the change, but I will not do it. Come. Because if the, if the issue is solved and you didn't learn the principle, the next time you are coming again, you are not growing. God wants you to grow. So sometimes in your walk with God, in the beginning, things start happening. Then later you realize that things are not happening like they used to happen. It means God expects you to grow. That means there's something you don't know. So when something happens and it's not, things are not going the way you expect them to go, just know that there's something you don't know yet. So you give your mind to it. What don't I know? You go on a search in the word of God. Look, the t- this, this time of your life right now is the best time to know the word of God. There'll be a time you cannot have time for the word of God. When you give birth to three, four children, you will not have time to read the Bible like you read now. You need that one teach you again. What will be the first principles of the oracles of God? So I talked about the childhood duration. There's a time. On Sunday, I talked about the childhood duration. There's a time that is accepted to be a child. Now I'm going to come to the symptoms of childhood in God. Symptoms. There are certain things that when you see concerning your life, you know that, hey guy, I need to grow. I need to grow. I need to grow. I need to grow. There are, there are empty chairs there. Please. There should not be any, any empty chair. Just take Give it to someone to sit down, something. There should not be any empty chair. Can we pray in tongues for two minutes while they sort all that out? There's a chair here. There's a chair here.
Outside, so come and sit on the floor here. Let's <laughs> danger, danger. Don't worry, don't worry. It's one of those things. Are they in now? Alright, so let's go. This one, they are ushers. They can stand. Alright, let me be quick. Alright. Nice, nice. Alright, so we, we back. I said symptoms of child, child, uh, childhood. You know? Kalabaya. Someone say, I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing. Yeah, growing. The first symptom of 
you being a child in the things of the spirit is your language. James chapter 3. I talked about it on Sunday. James chapter 3. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall all receive the greater condemnation. Verse 2. It says, for in many things we offend all, if a man offend not in word. So, we know where you are in the things of God by what you say. There are some things that when you say, we know you are a child. You see, there are some things when you say, we know, we know where you are in the spirit. Now, I tell you before, I said, it is not about, about how you feel. You see, you, you're observing how you feel. You feel about the situation. How you feel is, you know, you don't like the situation. You don't like what is happening around you. But you need to maintain the word of God. The word of God has to be found in your mouth. Because the first place that we express faith is in our words. And you know, there are stubborn, I tell you something, there are stubborn Christians. They are stubborn. They are, after we preach something like, you know something, uh, if, someone, if we are feeling, shouldn't we say it? No, it's, it's a certain kind of stubbornness. When you want to know true humility, listen to me, when you want to know true humility, the first place to know is humility to the word of God. It's not humility to a fellow man. It's first of all humility to the word of God. When the word of God says that, you know, when you feel like this, you shouldn't say you feel like this. You should say this. Why? Because of where you want to see yourself. I told you before, I said, we had to say we are rich so many times when we had nothing in our pockets. What are we looking at? We're not looking at our pockets. We're looking at where we're going. And... Why are we saying these things? We said it till it was captured in our subconscious. To the extent that even in a dream, when you meet us and say we are poor, we'll reply you. No, it had, I'm, I'm telling you, it had entered our subconscious. Now, listen, it should become so much of a subconscious to the extent that you are even playing with somebody and the person says, poor you, you can't accept it. You're not talking to me. Do you understand? Don't allow people to be naming you. We are all broke in this school. Kai. We are all broke in this neighborhood. Are you listening to me? And, and let me tell you something. It's a practice. It's a practice. I told you before, I said, when we had to do some things in dollars, and they said dollar was rising, I nearly got distressed. But some, some people don't, don't, don't know that we also go through things. And it hits you like this, and you have to respond by the word of God you've been preaching. So we also respond to the word of God by that we preach. Then I said, in the name of Jesus, if dollar is rising, I'm rising. Are you listening? You have to make sure that it's captured in your subconscious. Sometimes you look at everywhere, you know that you are, you, you don't have money anywhere, but you cannot bring yourself to say you are broke. You cannot say it. I said, the first place we know that you're a child is in your language. Just like a normal child. Once he's saying, mama, dada, you know that he's a child. We accept it. Once he grows and he keeps saying it, we know there's a problem. I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm growing. You feel depressed. You are not permitted to say, I am depressed. It's like saying, I am Pastor Enoch. I cannot say, I am depressed. Are you listening? I cannot say, I feel Pastor Enoch. I am Pastor Enoch. So I can say, I feel depressed, but I am not depressed. 
I cannot, I cannot name myself, I am depressed. Are you listening? It's a name I've given myself. I am Pastor Enoch. I am not sick. I am not broke. Are you listening? I'm not praying for you. You, you tell yourself, you, you look at yourself in the mirror, that is not a broke girl. You understand? When people say things like, you know, you know, and, and you know, sometimes I take people on a journey when, when I'm raising them in God. I take them on a journey. Sometimes I allow you to say certain things. At certain times, I now disallow you from saying it. Because it is inconsistent. It is inconsistent for a Christian to say, I am hustling. Hold on. It is inconsistent. You can say, I work hard. Don't say, I am hustling. Do you understand hustling? Do you have a dictionary? Say, I walk in grace. Say, I walk in favor. Listen, words are seeds. Listen, words are seeds. Words are seeds. You cannot keep saying, nobody likes me, nobody loves me, nobody's going to like you. I'm telling you the truth. They are seeds. And let me tell you something. When you start growing in the spirit, you become more careful. Especially when, when you're growing the anointing, you become careful what is the things you say because I, I later noticed that when you when you are becoming anointed, the things you say, good or bad, start happening. Then from there you now go into a realm where the things you think now start happening. Yeah. It happens to me a couple of times. I just th- I just have to think it. It's not, it's, not, it's not like my permanent realm now, but sometimes it happens to me. I think it and I have it. I think it and I have it. As I keep growing, I know that it's going to be a permanent realm. Because the men of God I follow, they say they think it and they have it. So they have to stop their mind from thinking. What Pastor Chris said, he thought about a Mustang, a car. He just thought about it. By the time he got to he said someone has come to drop a Mustang. And, then, and he was like, he said, he said, no, Lord, I cannot be thinking like this. I cannot be thinking like this. No, it's scriptural. He said, he said, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or? It's a realm. Look, if you have to pray, listen, even, even, even money, even money. Today we're at a meeting, Pastor Chris said something. He said, teach your brethren to be masters of money. And that's what I've been teaching you to do. Masters of money. Even listen, even money, money works with this principle. There's a time in my life that I could not have anything more than one CD. I'm not joking. There was a time in my life I couldn't have. If I ever get anything more than that, I'll I'll reduce back to one CD. Yeah. And some of you know what I'm talking about. No matter what is given to you, there's a certain amount that's always around you. <laughs> Am I right? No. And and you see. Some people think all they need is to have a big amount of money. No. Water will soon find its level. Once that is your level, no matter what is given to you, you, some way, somehow, you will find yourself at your level. But when you grow, all right, it now becomes inconsistent for a certain amount to be within your sphere. So what do you need to grow? Not to keep asking God for things. You need to grow. It's not, it's not about asking God for things. It's about growing. 
So the first place I say you know that you're not growing is you know it first of all in your language, your communication. Now, okay, so what do I say? What do I say? Now, this is a... Um, when, you, when you study the word of God, all right, God tells us or he gives us a language. He tells us what to say. It's amazing. Everything we are supposed to be saying is in the word of God. Like, for example, say, I'm timid. I'm timid. I cannot say I'm timid. Why? Why? Because he said he has not given us a spirit of bondage again to fear. He says, but he has given us a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So, I, even though I feel like I am fearful, I cannot bring myself to say it. Do you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? I cannot say it. It cannot. Bible says that they, do you know what he said? He said, when men are cast down, he didn't say you shall be lifted up. He said, when men are cast down, he didn't say you shall be lifted up. He said, when men are cast down, you shall say that there's a lifting up. You shall say. It's very important what you say. So, most of Jesus Christ's teachings were about saying. If you shall say to this mountain. If you shall say. He said, whosoever shall say to this mountain. Be moved and be cast into the honesty. He said, and he shall not doubt that. He said, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So, it's about saying. There are some of the things you would say today. Alright. I hope you're listening. There's nothing you say today. They are probably out of your, your level of grace. Let me say this. Let me put it this way. It's like I say, I have a million dollars in Jesus' name. All right. If I keep saying it, all right, I have a million dollars in Jesus' name. Now, what, where I'm standing, all right, my level is not there. But my words are there. You know what will start happening? My words will now have to start creating the opportunity. It might take time, but I just need to keep saying it. Joshua chapter 1. I'm telling you practical things we've done over the years. I told you before on Sunday, I said, when I started saying that I will be great or there's greatness in me, when I started saying it, when I started claiming those things, my mother doesn't know anybody in government. If I fell into trouble that time, nobody, there's nobody to call. They don't know anybody. It's like all we have is our, some of you know, in such families, all we have is ourselves. No uncle. Some of you have uncles who are somewhere in police or I don't. We didn't have any uncle. All our uncles, uh, we are better. <laughs> Verse 8. Verse 8. Look at this. He said, this book of the law, that means the word of God. He said, shall not depart out of thy mouth. He said, out of thy heart. He said, out of thy mouth. He said, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Now, hold on. This is the part I want you to see. He said, when you don't keep the word of God only in your heart, but I said, when you put it in your mouth, he said, that thou mayest observe to do. What's he saying? That if you keep saying it consistently, it will cause certain circumstances so that you will do. Because it requires you to also do. Hey, are you cutting it? You can do, alright, without saying, and you might not get a result. He said, but when you say it, you keep your mind on it, and you keep saying it, what will happen? It will now cause you to do. The circumstance will now come. Your saying will now make it inconsistent for you to be at that level. So, you keep saying it. You keep saying it. You keep saying it. Then, while you keep saying it, 
things start happening. It will not bring to you the connections you need. It might take time because of where you are coming from. Now, for some of you, when you start saying what you expect is immediately should happen. No, what about all, if what I'm saying is scientific, like I've, I've told you, I said, remove it out of your mind that this spiritual thing is magic. Oh God, then God brings it. No, already you have said so many bad things. If what you're going to say in the negative, in the positive is going to go forward, just know that everything you've been saying in the negative has been going backward. So sometimes when you now start saying, you are now coming back from backward. So you were in debt before. When you start paying, you pay, pay, pay until you come to zero. Then you now start making a little progress. A little progress. A little progress. A little progress. Everybody I know who has worked with God experienced this. We've said so much, we've said so much death. We've spoken so much death to our body. We said, look, listen, some of you think this is a joke, but it's a very costly thing in the school of faith to say kill me. It's a very costly thing in the school of faith. Very costly. Someone cracked a joke, kill me. It's a very costly thing. No, hold on. Hold on. There's some, some, some who also say dead. Now, please, please. Among all the worst we could have picked. Listen, I... I Many times I have prayed over many of you say you will not die this year. But some of you are canceling what I'm saying with what you are saying. Someone say, I don't die. Listen, when someone says something you don't agree with, instead of you to say dead, look for something else. Really funny. Yeah. The day somebody will say mad or something. You know, but for, for, for Mado, I'm still investigating if it's a good, it's a good one. I'm still investigating Mado. But for dead, dear, no, 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 no. Don't say it. Someone say, don't, tell someone, don't say it. And let me tell you something. When you start like that and you are correcting yourself because in the beginning it's not going to be easy because you're already used to it. So when you catch yourself saying, kill me, Delete it if you are, you are typing it. If you are not typing it, you say, hey, kill me. No, don't kill me. <laughs> Someone say, I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing. When negative words can easily come out of your mouth, you're a child. I'm giving you the symptoms of childhood. It's one of the first things we correct about our lives when we give our heart to Christ, one of the first things we corrected was wrong words, wrong words, wrong words, wrong words. We go, you go home and your parents, ah, sometimes, you know, we know why our parents are going through all they are going through. They just cannot bring themselves to say something good. And some of you are learning it. How do I know? God does something in somebody's life in church. The person will not share the testimony. When there's something bad, the person will come and say it. You know what I'm talking about? Was it your, your cousin or was it your cousin? I was rebuking his cousin. Why? Because you, she, how, how often was she having those dreams? Every day. I was talking about the, the spiritual marriage thing. When the, the afternoon and evening, the spirit will come and sleep with her afternoon and evening. 
Now, there's some of the spirits, they are very hard working. The spirit will come and sleep after an evening. So, for some reason, for some reason, I just felt on Saturday morning, the Lord said to me, He said, Look for those who you prayed for. So I went looking for them. I realized that 95% of all those I had prayed for in that situation, it was not happening again. So I asked the cousin, I said, if you had something wrong, when it was going wrong and the spirit was coming to sleep with you, you were calling round that every time this is happening. During camp, I called them out and I prayed for them. Now, ever since it has stopped, I said, you could not even come and give God thanks. Yet if I call that, if you have a prayer point, you pick and say, I have a prayer point. See, it's so difficult for us to give thanks to God. And I told her, I told her point, I said, you're ungrateful. I felt it. And I knew it was holy anger. I said, you're ungrateful. I said, oh, say I'm not. I said, you're ungrateful. <laughs> yeah, you're ungrateful. Because God did, no matter how small you think it is, the spirit was going to sleep with you afternoon and evening. Afternoon and evening. Two rounds a day. <laughs> and just, just a single day, just a single day you came to church. You had been praying with Brown about it. Just single day you came to church. And the Holy Ghost told me, pray for such people. I prayed for you and the spirit never returned. And you couldn't even come and say, this is what God has done. It's so easy for us to put bad things in our mouth. The good one God has done, we cannot testify. And people don't know this about Thanksgiving. Your Thanksgiving determines your next level. People don't know. <laughs> before you, before you, you hold that, some of you are waiting for, for a, a big amount, like you just received $100,000 dollars Oh, praise the Lord, church. Praise the Lord. Before God will mount that platform for the $100,000, celebrate the 100 Ghana city God gave you. Celebrate that one first. Because he said, he who is faithful in little is faithful in much. God is not looking at the amount. God is looking at your heart. Why does God tell us to testify? He said, because they overcame him by the word of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. It must come out of our mouth. People come to church, they have an experience with God, they keep quiet about it. They go to a party, then they dance around, they put it there on their status. But they come to church and they have an experience with God. They learn something in church, they don't put anything out. They don't say anything about it. Well, don't you know that, you know, um, the world resists our God. And we are his ambassadors. We must speak of his wondrous works. So I make it a culture. No matter what God does for me, whether it's small or big, I share it. One day I was telling them about a, a, a big, like, you know, it was a very big testimony, but I was excited about it. What happened? I used to take um, blue jeans and rush energy drink when I want to stay in the night to pray. So I used to do it until it started giving me certain issues. They said those drinks, you know, when you take them consistently, they have side effects and all that. So I started, it started giving me issues. So now I knew that I was not supposed to take them again. So I was lying on the bed one day and I needed to stay up to pray. I was lying there. I said, God, what do I do? Then I just remembered that I can actually talk to the Holy Ghost to stay awake. And I said, okay, Holy Spirit, you know I cannot take rush energy drink again. So please help me to stay awake so that I can pray. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I struggle to sleep. I'm telling you. I pray till morning. It's like Holy Ghost is telling you, okay, today you'll see. So, I just to I said, so in the morning around 6, 7, I said, Holy Ghost, please, can you release me to sleep now? Now, 
What happened to me? I was so excited. I shared the testimony. I was telling people, I said, I just talked the, spoke to the Holy Spirit and I said that I want to stay awake. And he made me stay awake. Since that day, I said, so that means bye-bye to rush energy drink. Because every time I want to stay awake to the Holy Spirit, you know our deal. We need to stay awake. And all this while, was not the Holy Spirit was standing there. It's like, I'm there. You've been taking rush. But it was a big testimony for me. I shared that testimony. Many people were like, oh, wow. This can actually work. Oh, wow. This can't work. See how many more people that it blessed. I said, the first place to know that you are growing in, in the Spirit is your mouth. Bible says that mount a cage around your mouth. Yeah. You know one of the things that the devil used to testify against Christians? What they said. What they said. The Bible says when the clouds were full of rain, they emptied themselves. So maybe the first day you said, I'm broke, it didn't show up. So you think, ah, uh, hey, I'm broke. Oh. And, and it will amaze you to know that the people are saying, I'm broke. Oh, God. Someone said, I'm growing. Someone said, I'm growing. I said, it will, make, it, it will surprise you that those who are saying, I'm broke, maybe have some 50 Ghana with them. Am I right? So it's just, you know, you know what, what, what it is? It is just a programming. They've programmed themselves negatively. It's like you have two uh, bottles of water, um, glasses of water, and it's, it's at the middle. Someone say half empty. Someone say half full. They're programming. They have some money with them. They'll say, oh, I'm broke. Okay. When Jesus did not have any food for the 5,000 people, did he say we didn't have anything? When they brought five loaves of bread and two fishes, he didn't say that it's not enough. He can't say it. You understand? He cannot start with saying it's not enough. He has to first agree that it is enough. Then he lifted it and did what? Give thanks. And when you, if you think that that multiplication thing is a joke, if you think that it's not true, try it. You're, you, you're, you're wondering, huh? So my money is going to multiply? Let me show you what to do. When you take an amount of money, this, we did these things when we when we're younger. If all we have is 10 Ghana City and that's all we need to take through the week, you know what we do? We take that amount of money. We put our hand and say, Father, we thank you. We do exactly what Jesus said. Father, we thank you. We command this money to multiply. In Jesus' name. Money, you are commanded to multiply. Everything has intelligence. You know what you do? When you are done, don't observe. Bible says the kingdom of God is not in observation. Don't observe to see if it will multiply in your hand. Just put it in your pocket. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you what to do. When you are done, just put it in your pocket. That week... No matter where money is, it has been commanded to multiply. It will come from different sources. I know some people are planning to go and do it when they go back. Listen, the supernatural is the heritage of a child of God. Just make sure you pay your tithe too. Listen, we multiplied money. We believed it. When we're done, we didn't observe. We didn't observe to see, will it multiply? Because Jesus also did not observe the bread. Oh, you of little faith. He didn't observe the bread to say, okay, bread, multiply. Then, he looked at it. Is it multiplying? Peter, is it multiplying? Is it multiplying? You know what he did? He started sharing. What kind of mindset is that? He started sharing. He didn't, oh my God. The reason why some of you don't receive answers to your prayers is this thing. You pray and you're observing. Has it worked? Is it working? Has it worked? Is it working? 
when I heard the testimonies after Super Sunday, I was wondering why those people did not come out to testify in the program. They were going home to go and see if it worked. Kai, many of you, if you have still maintained that miracle, then it is a mercy from God because you are not supposed to maintain it. You're supposed to leave. You couldn't trust God. You know what? Jesus broke the bread. Then he started sharing. He didn't think it would finish. Now, if you think that was a coincidence, look at Elijah. When he blessed the oil, he didn't say, let us check if it will multiply. You have to understand this is how spiritual things work. He didn't say, let's check if the bread, will, the, the, the oil will multiply. He started pouring. He said, as long as there was vessels, the oil did not cease. So, they just started acting. So, I said, when you finish multiplying the money, don't say, is it multiplying? Just step out. The money has multiplied. As far as you are concerned. Someone say, I'm growing. Some say, I'm growing. When you pray about something, alright, don't finish and sit in your house for somebody to call you. You've prayed about your business. You need to get this and that, that, that. And you have prayed about something. When you are done, you are sitting in your house. For something to just happen. I don't know how people think. The proof that you believe that your prayer has been answered is that you stand up and go where you are looking, where, where, where you, are, you are aiming at. Last week, Wednesday, I, I, you were here, I preached about, um, if it's a shop, go and ask for the price. Were you here? You remember? Do you know the next day, someone got a shop free of charge? Yeah. I shared it on the, on the chat page with the shop, the picture of the shop and everything. You see, you were, you were sleeping. The guy said, okay. He also went to ask for shop. And so in the negotiation, the woman said, okay, I'll give it to you for your church. Listen, nobody scares me. The first time I had a program in conference center in my life was 2000 and, was it 15? It was 15. 14, I think 14. 14. We didn't have the money but we wanted to have the program. And we didn't think it's bigger than us. When we got there, they, they tried to put fear in me. I've eaten the word of God. You can't, can't do it. When, I, when we got there, the, the mom said, hey, I had the air for where you? Big me, Mr. Something, something. What's his name? Mr. Ansan or something. Oh, I had the sure person waiting me about Are you sure you can really come here? Yeah, yeah, it's for. He asked us, who are you? Who did we come for? I said, we are coming to have it. Now, when we finish paying, they now say, are you sure people will come? What are you saying? The world is not, is not structured to believe that any young person can do anything. But Paul told Timothy, let no man despise thy youth. Don't let anybody think you're young. Go and bargain for the shop. Go and bargain for the land. Pass by some of you, you pass by a place like Trasaco, you see people, you say, Hey, yeah, there is for some people. When you bypass there, I'm showing this is this is this is the faith life. You don't have anything. You pass there, you say, I'll buy a land here, I'll buy a house here. Oh, this thing, this thing, this pastor is saying today, yeah. No, 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 no. Kaya. I will hear your testimony this year. 
I shall hear your testimony this year. I shall hear your testimony this year. There are some of the guys over here, some of my guys over here, if I tell their testimonies, you'll be, you'll be blown away. I started getting them to say, say, I have international contract. I said, I have international contract. I said, say it, say, I have international contract. But at that time, he, nah. <laughs> he doesn't know his way around any, anything. It's working. It's working. It's working. That's the first one. Your language. What you say with your mouth. Not, not only when, what you say intentionally. On a regular. The things you say. I cannot. You know how, you see how my heart is burning? I cannot say I'm broke. I can't do. It doesn't matter the construction you want to have. You, know, you can't construct any sentence that broke. It can't. You are walking, you are around people and they start saying, Charlie, Ghana make hard. If I don't want to upset anybody, I'll keep quiet. But if I can't agree, I'll speak up. I'll say, which part of Ghana are you? Some of you say, hey, if I say that Ghana is not, they will not give me money. I've told you what to do. I was in my mother's house. I started saying, I'm great. Mommy, I'm great. When I finish, I say, who am I going when we finish, we'll eat her rice. So look at us, look at these people. And now I'm walking my friends, slim guys who don't, who don't look like they are going anywhere in life. I don't even finish. Uh, we are going to preach and we'll be back. When we come back, we'll come and eat her rice again. One of them said, Mommy, I'm great. Recently, I was talking to my mom. She was like, Ah, I remember when you had your first crusade at Adabraka. I remember too. We didn't have a car to, to drop me at the crusade ground, so I walked <laughs> with, with my four ushers and we're walking. <laughs> In all that, we didn't say we are broke. We couldn't bring our mind to it that we are broke. We can't, I can't agree. I can't agree. Some of the guys here, they've known me, so they know what I'm talking about. This thing we are saying, it works. Listen, prosperity is not in any location. Are you listening to me? Prosperity is not in any location. Every good and perfect thing comes from above, not abroad. If God, listen to me, if God has not put your destiny in America, don't say that you need to go to America to prosper. I think I'm preaching somebody. It is an insult to God that you think that you need to go to America before you can make it. It's an insult. I don't think like that. Likewise, I don't think that I need to marry a rich girl. What kind of poverty mentality is that? Uh, Have you heard those things before? Chale, Chale, you for marry woman way house good. Can I say something? Can I say something? Listen, they're rich. They're rich. They have created the rich. That, that means including me, they're rich, all right? We have created. Hold on. Hold on. We have created a circle. We don't allow people in. So don't think you. 
Don't think that you, you look. Have you seen those Nigerian movies when the prince wants to go and marry? See how they fight him. Those things are true. They don't allow the princes to marry the commoners. So you have to make up your mind that God's blessing is going to work in your life. So we the rich, we don't allow people into our circle. Are you listening? Because we don't want people to come in to come and dilute the table. Yeah. Because some of you, if we allow you into the circle, you know, when we are eating with fork and knife, you come and use your hand. I refuse to be broke. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus, I refuse to be broke. Are you listening? Yes. Yes. If you think, if you think having money is wrong, you should, you should read the book of Isaiah. God said, I'm the Lord thy God. I teach you to profit. Oh, you've not seen it? Isaiah. Isaiah 48, verse 17. Look at this. I didn't write it. Check your Bible. It's the same thing. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit. So God can give you a business idea. You know, some of you are doing business because it's moving. Oh, I feel sorry for you. I've shared the testimony of Doman with you, right? Doman, the, the two of them, he and his wife, now they've married. They started a business partner, now they've married. That's how it's done, okay? Some of you, you marry your kissing partners. It's not kissings. I'm, I'm, I'm touching on the topic. No, somebody say, we, we are kissing compatible. I, hey! No, they were doing business. They are two computer engineers. They prayed and God said, do donuts. From computer engineer to donuts. It takes God to hear that kind of thing. They said, stop programming. Go and bake. And they started. They started. They started. Now they are married. Marriage is booming. <laughs> Business is booming. <laughs> is that? Donut is booming. I think they are even building a house. Which you, you are eating donut. You see, Vaz is coming. You are thinking of buying donuts for your girl, but someone is making money out of your donut. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. 
Someone say, I'm moving forward. Say it. Say it. I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. The lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. I'm making advancement in the spirit. I'm making advancement in the spirit. I'm making advancement in the Lord. Shadabalamonde. I say the right things. I say the right things. I say the right things. My life is moving upward and forward. I say the right things. Listen, let me add this, then we'll go into a time of talking. Let me add this, then we'll go into a time of talking. I said, many of you, what you're going to say, all right, you are correcting your errors. Especially one very negative one you said so much, you need to correct it. Don't, it's not magic. I told you, spiritual things, it's measurable life. So don't, if in mathematics, one plus one is two. In the spirit, there's also an equation. Don't think that the teacher should just mark you. Because it knows you. Do you understand? It's measurable life. If it were to be mass or science we're doing, we want to know the formula. Or spiritual thing, we just want God to do something. Do something, Lord. Do something. No, it's not like that. There are laws that govern the realm of the spirit. Now, hold on. Go to Psalm 45. Then we'll go into a time of speaking. Not just speaking in tongues. Speaking. 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 Look at it. Ah. He said, my heart, oh my God. He said, my heart is indicting a good matter. You see, he said, my heart is indicting a good matter. That means my heart is musing. That's the word. My heart is musing over good things. Some of you wake up in the morning, all you are musing about is bad things. My heart is musing a good matter. My heart is indicting a good matter. Kaya manto basete. My heart is indicting a good matter. My heart is musing over a good matter. If there's no good matter for you to muse over, in, take the Bible. And let your heart muse over a good matter. He said, my heart is indicting a good matter. Indicting. Can someone get me a, a, a dictionary and, and, and check the word indicting for me? So we, we can break it down. My heart is indicting a good matter. And indicting a good matter. Indicting a good matter. What's the good matter? One of my good matters that my heart is in, indicting is that I'm making impact in the lives of people all over the world. My heart is indicting that good matter. It's indicting it. It's indicting it. I was telling you on Sunday that people have been messaging me from many countries in the world. Recently, was North Cyprus. I don't even know anybody in North Cyprus. One to win St. Vincent and the Grenadine Island. A pastor there said, Your podcast has been a blessing to me. My, I'm now seeing where my Christianity is going. So, what? My heart has been indicting these things from years back. My heart is indicting a good man. But even when I was living in Adabraka, in a small room in Adabraka, and all I was doing was praying on a park around Adabraka, my heart was indicting that good matter. It's not in nationality. You can command the world to hear you from where you are. My heart is indicting a good matter. My heart is indicting a good matter. 
when they mention important people in this country, my name will be mentioned. Yes. It says, indict to write or to compose. My heart, my heart is composing a, a good matter. Musing over a good matter. Composing a good matter. That means don't allow things to just enter your heart. Muse, compose a good matter. I am mantos. Go back to the, go back to the, the verse. It said, my heart is indicting a good matter. It's indicting a good matter. Anything you don't want your heart to indict over, don't listen. Don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. Don't listen. Some of our parents, all they do is to listen to news in the morning. And the news is full of bad things. Their heart is always indicting a bad matter. About how the economy is bad. And how one day I spoke to my mom. I said, Why are you always listening to this thing? You don't, you don't realize the Bible says that you keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. You are listening to economy is bad, and this government are destroying, and this one are destroying. As you keep listening to it, you know what it's doing? It's entering your heart. And I said, Your heart is a kind of womb. Anything you give it, it will produce it back for you. So you can never rise above the economy. And the same people will go to all night and go and pray. Oh, well, what you don't realize is that you prayed and you canceled your prayer with your words. Sometimes it's so hard to communicate faith to an older generation. And mind you, you're not the only one. God had to kill all people who were above the, above the age of 20 in the wilderness. He said those people were too stubborn. He could not penetrate them. So the people who went to the promised land were Joshua and all those who were below 19 years. Below 20 years, 19 years ago. Because God knows that it is possible to affect the life of a young man. My heart is indicting a good matter. It's composing a good matter. He says, I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. He said, my tongue, this is the second part. The first part is my heart is indicting a good matter. The second part is my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. What's he saying? That means when I speak, I am writing things in the spirit. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Look, maybe I look at my life now. There's nothing to write home about my family. But I'm going to write a new story about my family. My tongue is indicting. My, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. My heart is indicting a good matter. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. My heart is indicting a good matter. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. So I compose it in my heart. I speak it with my mouth. I compose it in my heart. I speak it with my mouth. Now, now, if this is powerful. If this is powerful, my heart indicts. My tongue is the pen. My heart indicts. My tongue is the pen. My heart indicts. My tongue is the pen. Oh, oh, then I remember. Oh, actually, that's how we got born again. The Bible says, with the heart, man believes. With the tongue or with the mouth, confesses been unto salvation. Oh, that's what caused our salvation. If this brought our salvation, it will keep our salvation. So, you're going to speak now. You let your heart. Now, this, um, this is a part. The part concerning the heart is your heart must muse first. So, people just speak. Let your heart muse. Let your heart muse. Compose it in your heart. Let your heart vibrate with what you are saying. Now, let me tell you something about praying in church, especially after service. Sometimes you realize that in that prayer in the church, one or two people have testimonies. Most of people don't have testimonies. You know why? Because this is trailer. The real movie is when you go. The real movie is when you go back. The real movie is when you go back. Remove your clothes. Sit on the floor. My heart is indicting a good matter. Put the phone down first. WhatsApp is destroying people's destiny. Put your phone down first. Take your Bible. My heart is indicting a good matter. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Have talking sessions. Begin to speak. Then you are saying things in the spirit. Your, 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 your mouth is writing it. Your mouth is writing it. Your mouth is writing it. Never arrive at any, any future accidentally. 
you will leave it accidentally. Be intentional about your Christianity. Be intentional about the results you see. I said, I said one time, I think during Thanksgiving, I said, most of you come with a problem about your parents. I said, sometimes it's so difficult for me to pray concerning your family because everything I will say, your parents will destroy it with their mouths. So if we cannot trust what they will do, we can trust what we can do. So we are going to speak concerning our life. We are going to correct the things concerning our life. Then we will now teach them later. Because now in my house, if I talk concerning anything, everybody will believe me. Because I have the proof. Are you listening? Are you ready? La Romanteco Sahaya. As you pray in tongues, your heart will compose it. Muse over it. I'm only teaching you here when you go back and do it. Who said you cannot be great right from Ghana? Who said rich men cannot come out of here? Who said kingdom financiers cannot come out of here? words of my mouth are changing nations the words of my mouth changing nations and destinies making alterations in the spirit let your heart compose it the pen of a ready writer. Speak it and it is written. Speak it. I function in the glory of God. I bring peace to nations. The words of my mouth transforming the lives of young people all over the world. I'm a topic of discussion in the nations of the world. I'm a topic of discussion in the nations of the world. I am known for good works. I am known for good works. I am known for good works. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. How God anointed Pastor Enoch with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing them that oppressed of the devil? For God was with him. Bless you.
Yamarona. Let it come from your heart. Let it come from your innermost being. 